The following podcast is a presentation of Project Entertainment Network. Don't be scared now, but it looks like you just wandered straight into you mind country. That's you mind, short for unaffiliated mind games, and you ain't never going to be the same again. Brace yourself. It's time for Red Hot Truth Injection. Oh yeah! That's right, bitch. We're rounding up the sheeple and shaking them awake. You mind? Too damn bad. We're gonna set fire to the wool over your eyes. Feel the burn, baby. Hot damn. We're toppling the lies of the lamestream media one by one. Woo-wee! Watch them bad boys fall. Hey, Universe A. This is Universe B, Colin, and we're gonna tear you a new one. You mind? Hey everybody, we are here with Nicole Piak, and she is the artist, the animator behind The Seven Souls, which is an animated web series that's coming very soon. It's currently in production. She's a musician. Uh, she pretty much does it all, so it's it's really exciting to have you on the show today. I'm excited to be on the show. <laughs> I'm, I've never done a podcast before, so this is kind of new. Oh, no. Very cool. So basically, I'm just going to ask you questions and sort of let the audience get to know you. And I, I think it's so amazing to me what you're doing because you're you're 14 years old. And um, one of the other actors that we work with on Creeping Wave and on the You Mind um, is a school teacher. And I was back in the day. And we were both talking about when you're that age, that's when you're so inspired and so creative and ready to go before anybody tells you you're not good enough or no, you can't make that work. And we wish yeah. more, more people would do what you're doing, you know, just putting yourself <laughs> out there like that. So, but uh, it's, it's, it's just really amazing to me, everything that you're uh, doing and putting it out there. And has it always been, have you always been the kind of person who really just loves sharing your gifts with people? Well, I, ever since I was like little, I would always um, try to get people involved with, uh, with with my creativity and stuff and I think around fourth grade they actually started to get more in, like interested in what I was doing and uh before that like I wasn't I didn't really get along with most of the kids in, in school but mm. when fourth grade was really when uh people started to get interested in my projects and, and stuff they started saying that I was a really good artist really good singer <laughs> yeah no it's very interesting um so your art tends to, it seems like it draws a lot from sort of the manga anime kind of style. Yeah, I um, I didn't always draw like that. Mm -hmm. I just decided one day, I'm going to try to draw something like an anime. And then I started, and then I kind of was like, oh, wow, I, I really like this style. So I'm going to, uh, I'm going to keep drawing like this more often. And eventually it just became my main style. Yeah. And you do it really well. Uh, so thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, now it, anybody who wants to go online and check out the seven souls, you've been posting your, uh, sort of like teaser artwork for that. And, uh, they can sort of see all the characters that are coming out and, uh, all the things that are going to be happening with that. So would you feel comfortable giving us a pitch for this series? Sure. Yeah. Um, so basically it's about this girl who was created in a lab mm -hmm. along with her sister, uh, her little sister, Emily. Uh, the protagonist is Greeley White. 
her mother created her and her sister as artificial beings. And um, because she was trying to get them to have these special powers that only eight people in the whole world have. And her mother didn't exactly know that her little sister had these powers until a couple years after she was created. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Grayley finds out that her mom is going to start doing the same experiments on her sister as she's been doing on her, she decides we have to leave. So they escape. And they meet some other girls that have these powers. And then they all get together and they have to defeat an evil entity uh, named Katniss. And that's basically all I can say without giving any spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's, it's really interesting. And I like that all, all the girls, they all have different powers and they're represented by different colors of the rainbow. Basically, each color represents a certain quality. Like, for example, Grayley's is green, hers Mm -hmm. is kindness, her sister's is patience, which is teal, and uh, there's other stuff. You'll learn more about that as the series series comes out. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with something called chakras at all? Um... I think I've heard of it before, but I don't know exactly what it is. Oh, it's it's like a thing in meditation. There's these uh, little centers in the body of different energies um, that uh, are represented by different colors. And when, when people are meditating, they, they like try to tap into like the heart chakra, which is uh, yeah, green. So like you were talking about Grayley being the green. I've actually taken, taken most of this, uh, the soul traits um, mm-hmm. from a game called Undertale. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, basically, I didn't make up the the soul uh, color mm-hmm. um, coordinated to a different trait at, that was from Undertale uh, specifically, but um, the e- the evil uh, girl's soul, um, I I made that up one that one up. She was uh, her soul is black and it's hate. You talk about Undertale and anime and things like that. Uh, what are some of the things that really have influenced you and your work? Um, I think some things that have influenced me is I've watched a lot of uh, animations, mm-hmm. like Undertale animations, and especially like Glitch Tale and um, other series series like that. Yeah. Um, and when I was watching, I was like, oh, this seems pretty cool. I think I should, I should do this. And I want to say that I first started planning out the seven souls probably i want to say august of 2018 maybe mm-hmm. and um i didn't actually start taking it seriously until probably like um november of 2019 yeah and that's when i started production on the script and started hiring voice actors it was really fun to do and still working on it now it's very fun and fun to do and i'm so glad i started oh yeah Absolutely. It's um it's really so interesting to me because you're really uh just fully independent. This is all you. You're not with a company or anything like yeah. this. You're just doing this all on your own, which is uh I mean honestly, it's the way to do it to keep the project pure, you know? You're not really sacrificing it to anybody yeah. else. There's no one saying like, "Well, why don't we make this character a little bit more sassy or that?" And you're just like, "No. It's it's my character. Yeah. You can go home." So <laughs> But yeah, so I'm very, very excited about uh, this coming out and I want everybody to, um, now I'm in it and I do a voice for your series and, and I do Grayley. Mm-hmm. And uh, so where did you find your other actors and actresses? Um, I think the same way that I found you mm-hmm. mostly, I watched this YouTuber called Vade and he is 
a huge, huge inspiration for me. I forgot to mention that he is a huge inspiration for me. I was I joined his Discord server and I brought it up to some people who I was tra- talking to on there. They were like, "Oh, I'd be willing to help you out." So I gave them some lines from the script, and they they were really good voice actors, mm-hmm. and they um, joined. And my script editor also, I got him the same way. He was on was on there. He said he didn't have uh, the professional equipment to record voices, but he's like, oh, I can be your script editor and give you advice uh, and pointers and stuff. He's actually really one of my really good friends now. So, Oh, very cool. So. Mm-hmm. And now with your storytelling, uh, a lot of times with <laughs> writers, they, they have this story in their head for many, many years, and then it just sort of evolves and becomes something. And uh, do you remember your first inkling of the story that now is The Seven Souls? And how has it changed from your first concept? Well, the first uh, OCV that I created that is now currently in The Seven Souls is Olive. And I've had her for like ever since I think I think I was nine years old when I made her. Wow. And um, basically I was I was going to make her. I was a huge Nights of Freddy's fan back in the day. Oh, yeah. And um, I was going to use her for a story that I was going to that I never actually made and then I was going to use Grayley and Emily they were always going to be sisters mm-hmm. in a Undertale story that I was going to make and then I was like you know what this is this isn't what I want to do I want to make my own story not make a story based off of someone else's story right so then I was like okay I need to make some more OCs for each of the souls um Actually, I had the five. I didn't have uh, Paige or Kofi before uh, until uh, probably December is when I created them. And then it kind of just it went from there. I started writing the script in December and then it I hit a large art block and then it started. Then it was uh, finally done in March, I think it was. Wow, very cool. And you said that you have the character of Olive was your first OC that you created. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. h- how do you come up with your characters? Do they just sort of pop into your mind? Do you draw from real life experiences? Um, well, I draw, I basically, I have an envision in my head. And I had um, a friend who would help me come up with some like outfits and stuff. I would have what they would look like, their appearance, their appearance and such. But um, a couple of my OCs, I had my friend help me with the outfits because um, she has Pinterest, and she was like, oh, you, this would be a good outfit for this character, and this would be a good outfit for this character. And I was like, oh, yeah. And um, that's basically how I would make them. And I would come up with their own with their personalities um, by, like, m- maybe saying, okay, so there's uh, this character in this group, so then maybe I have to make this one... Like, for example, Paige, I made her kind of the diva of the group. Mm-hmm. And then Emily was the baby of the group. She's the young, she's the youngest. And I came up with a lot of their other personalities the same way. Actually, I think I came up with all of their personalities the same way. Nice. And do you have a character that is your favorite to write dialogue for or a character who's your least favorite? I think my favorite is Nebkit because she's always so, like, upbeat and she's very immodest, but she is very protective of her friends and of herself. And um, she is always so energetic and that's why she's my favorite. And she's like really, she's really innocent, but she's like, every everyone is awesome. 
and it's it's her is probably my favorite dialogue my least favorite i feel like it's i i don't really like to write stutters and olive is like the quiet one Mm -hmm. and i have to write stutters for her for her verse actor too so uh they know how to yeah um yeah yeah so they can communicate the the character in your mind properly so yeah so voice directing like you're doing uh is uh, a, a lot of it is uh, like what for from my experience is uh, that I'll give you a line and then you'll be like no no you're pronouncing it coffee and it's kofi or, or kofi yeah, yeah. And that kind of thing and I'll be like okay so I do it again um has that has that been difficult for you uh or is is that uh is that how you prefer to work um well actually it's I feel like not a lot of people work like that and that's kind of fun because it's different you know mm-hmm. Um, cause mostly I, usually they're like, um, they would email the file and they would put the, on all this professional equipment when I just put together the audio and such on Kind Master actually. Mm-hmm. And then I would put it onto my computer and then, uh, make the animation from there. Now your, your animation process, can I ask you what softwares you're using? Um, I use Adobe animation and for editing, I use, um, Vegas Pro. Very cool. And how long does it take you? Uh, to get through like uh, a story cycle or an episode? I want to say an animation of the animation would probably take me around three to six months Mm -hmm. per episode. And then there's like maybe a month or so to write the script. And then there's like maybe two weeks to write the two or three weeks to edit the audio. Um, And it also depends on how many uh, art blocks I hit. So Mm -hmm. I want to say maybe around eight months per episode. Oh, that's that's pretty good, actually. Wow, that's very good. <laughs> so, now, when did you start animating? Um, I actually started on a. The way that I started too, it was very. It's actually really funny. I started animating when I was uh, nine years old. I well, actually, I thought I was animating when I was nine years old. I would take, um, I would go onto the computer and then use Google Shapes and then put it into a, um, into a Google Slides and then oh. use my phone to record the screen, and I called that animation. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I mean, and basically it is, you know, <laughs> that's very cool. So mm-hmm. you you really just you wanted to be a visual storyteller very early on. Yeah. Very nice. So now, have you found that uh, has quarantine affected your process at all? Has it made it more difficult? Has it given you time to focus? I feel like quarantine has given me more time to actually focus on this because I had school mm-hmm. and um, I had like homework and stuff, and um, it's given me a lot more time because I could do my homework from home and I can. Um, while I was in like a Zoom class or something, I could also work on the script or check on stuff while I was just listening to a lesson or while my while um if I was writing stuff I would obviously write the stuff but if my teacher was just giving a lesson I could pay attention to that and also write the script Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so I I think that um so so many uh writers and artists and stuff like that that's what they do is they're doodling the whole time in class and they're like no no I'm paying attention but I'm also doing this (laughs) which is more interesting (laughs) So, but yeah, it's because you can't turn that creative mind off, you know? Yeah. So, but what would you say to other uh, young creatives out there who are uh, 
kind of looking at people like you putting stuff up on Instagram and uh, just saying like, that's, that's what I want to do. You know, how, how would they, how would you tell them to get started or get out there? Um, I would say maybe don't be afraid to share it. And uh, basically just don't give up even if like, cause I've had a ton of uh, voice actors turn me down before mm-hmm. I could, before I got all the characters. Um, and some I had to recast because they said it was taking too long, but I was okay with that. So if um, you face a few struggles, don't give up and um, just keep uh, pushing forward. Mm-hmm. And do, do you have an overarching message that you want people to take away from The Seven Souls when you uh, publish it, when it comes out for a release? I want to say maybe the message that I want people to take away from it is don't again don't give up because you can overcome everything no matter how hard times get um you can always overcome everything very nice and now this series is also featuring some original music by you as well correct uh there's a few um original songs that i've made that are actually on my channel i have two songs i have one that's greeley slim and then I have another song that's called Wandering. Now, I know you play piano. Um, do you play other instruments as well? Uh, I play guitar and I play ukulele. Mm-hmm. I am completely self-taught for all for all of them. Wow. And I'm self-taught in singing as well. Yeah. Um, basically self-taught in everything that I do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. Just, you, you just really you. <laughs> have a very independent spirit. You decide you're going to do something and you do it. So, yeah, that's fantastic. So did you always intend to kind of Thank use you. your YouTube channel for your animation or did that just kind of come about? Well, actually, I didn't plan to have a YouTube channel when it first started. Oh. I um, I had this app on my phone before. I, this this video is still up on my YouTube channel. It's mm-hmm. like from four years ago. Um, I think five years ago now. But I... Um, I made a video on, on this app called Video Star, I think it is. Basically, you would make music video, like fan music videos of some, of some songs that are on there. Mm-hmm. And, um, my friend randomly looked my name up on, on YouTube. And then she was like, I didn't know you had a YouTube channel. I'm like, I don't, what do you mean? She's like, I randomly look you, looked you up on YouTube. And then being the little nine-year-old I was, I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to make me famous. <laughs> <laughs> so I started making videos. And then I think about, it's probably two years ago, next week, I think, I started using my channel for art. Wow. That's, uh, so we're coming up on your two-year anniversary on YouTube. That's pretty good. Now, if, if people want to connect with you and they want to see your work, your animation, um, what is the best place? that they can get in touch with you they could probably go to me on instagram or discord mm-hmm. um discord yeah i'm more active on discord than i am on instagram so probably more uh preferably discord and then we'll, we'll put those links in the description for everybody and uh when do you think that production will be finished with seven souls so that everybody can uh take a look at it and see your work the deadline is definitely probably february mm-hmm. but i don't think it's going to take that long Oh, very good. Yeah, it's always good to give yourself some time. So, yeah. all right. Very cool. Anything else that you wanted to let people know about your work and uh, about your process? Um, I think that's it. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for being on the show today, Nicole. Of course. All right. Thank you for letting me. Special thanks to Nicole Piak for being on the show. You can check her out on Discord at Icy Loves Ramen, hashtag 3535. 
You can check her out on the Seven Souls Instagram, X the underscore seven underscore souls X, all spelled out. And you can check her out on her personal Instagram, that is X Icy Arts with a Z X. And those links are all going to be in the description below, plus her YouTube channel, which is also X Icy Arts with a Z X. So check that out. Check out her work. It is worth it, and you are going to be really impressed. Special thanks to Savage C. Walnar, our legendary announcer, who we could not start the show without, and to Ethan McSell, the composer of the You Mind theme, Demilitarized Zone. We love you, Ethan. If you go to patreon.com slash lucidnap, you can help support the show on a monthly basis, or buymeacoffee.com slash lucidnap for small one-time donations, or lostbreadcomic.com to buy my prints and art and commission a painting of your own. Or you know what? You could just follow us. That is also a good thing to do. And all the links to all the social media will be down below. You can just check it out. And while you're there, you might want to check out Creeping Wave Radio. Creeping Wave Radio is our scripted audio drama. It is coming out for a whole new season in October. Uh, we have so many amazing actors, so many amazing musicians that come on the show. Uh, it's really original. It's kind of like an old-time radio show. It's like nothing you've ever heard. But, uh, yeah, so if you're interested in that, which you should be, go ahead and give that a listen. Just uh, slam that into your ears for a bit, and you want to catch up on all of our old episodes because the new one, new season, is coming out soon. So thank you so much for watching and listening and doing whatever you're doing, wherever you are. And most of all, thank you to our Patreons, The Gramerica Show, Nikki Benfield, and The Lovable Neil, because you make it happen. You make us able to do this every week, and wow. <laughs> the Mind is brought to you by Lucidnap Productions, in cooperation with a noisy old man who rattled the door during the interview and owes Nicole an apology. I'm sorry? It's Bizong, the weird and wacky fiction podcast. With me, your host, Mr. Frank. Every Monday, we're talking to everyone who's anyone writing weird and wacky fiction. So if you enjoy reading funny and strange books, or you enjoy writing funny and strange books, join us on Bazong each week to learn along with Mr. Frank. Bazong every Monday, a part of the Project Entertainment Network. This has been a presentation of the Project Entertainment Network.